time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we buy shit we don't need. Ideas are grateful. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. In this episode of the Biohacking Secret Show. And what that means is if you push on her skin over her low back, there's no bone there. You push it right straight down. So I said, well, how is that? She said, well, you can see me. I'm not any better. In fact, I'm worse. By using this autonomic response testing, we can tune into this operating system and find out where the stressors are because now their nervous system is being unburdened and the body is built to heal and work well, and then it can start to heal. So I said, when was the tooth in all this tooth stuff in relationship to your back pain? And she thought for a second and she said, well, actually it was right before. Somewhere between 275,000 and 400,000 people a year die from iatrogenic illness. This episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show is brought to you by Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products. CBD standing for cannabidiol. Now, we are real excited about this partnership because Veritas means truth in Latin. And we are big believers in bringing you guys the truth, not just through this podcast, but by making sure that any products that we share or that we bring on as sponsors are products that we personally use, believe in, and endorse ourselves. And that is the case with Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products. The reason that they're so great, they are full spectrum hemp products, meaning that they have all of the beneficial phytonutrients that you get in a quality CBD product. 99% of the CBD products on the market are CBD isolate, and they're just being resold, meaning they're coming from a few small manufacturers. They've only got one tiny part of all of the important phytonutrients that you need to get the benefits you want from a CBD product, and they're just a bunch of different companies reselling them. Veritas Farms is vertically integrated, meaning they own the farm. They ensure that there are no pesticides being added. It's organic. And then they control the entire process from harvesting to extraction until that product ends up at your door. That's what I love it. It's kind of like farm to table, but for CBD. And the benefits that I've noticed, my sleep is better. I feel like I get a deeper, more restful night's sleep. I'm less stressed. I never have periods of anxiety. I feel calm and focused throughout the day. And it even decreases in inflammation when I have flights or other things where inflammation is an inevitable part of life. You take a little extra CBD and it can be very helpful for stress, anxiety, sleep, and that inflammation. So if you guys want to check it out, we've arranged a 15% discount for you guys. To get that, you can go to theveritasfarms.com forward slash biohacks. I'll spell it out. T-H-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S-F-A-R-M-S.com forward slash B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S to save 15%. Check out the Veritas Farms CBD. You guys are going to absolutely love it. Hey everyone, I know you'll enjoy the interview. If you'd like to learn more of my top biohacking secrets, get a free copy of my best-selling book called The Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus for free at biohackersguide.com. It's over 500 pages of my top biohacks and I'll send it to you for free if you cover a small shipping cost. Get your free copy at biohackersguide.com. Hey guys, Anthony here, and I just wanted to give you a big biohack thank you for listening. I'm so humbled and grateful that you're spending some of your day with me and the Biohacking Secrets Show. And if you get any value from this episode, or you've gotten value from previous episodes, it would mean the world if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes and share this episode with your friends, family members, and coworkers on social media. That way we can continue to spread this information and positively impact as many lives as possible. And it's also how our podcast gets discovered by more people. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show. Dr. Minkoff, welcome to the show. Thank you, Anthony. I'm very excited to speak with you and I've been making some connections here that Michelle is pointing out that I was unaware of. You were just recently in the Root Cause documentary. Yes. Which my vice president, Carrie, told me is fantastic. It is amazing. And I yes. think people will like to find out what's really going on. Tell us a little bit about that film and 
why you're so proud of it? Well, I had nothing to do with making it. I have been putting out videos about patients who are sick with things in their mouth that they're not aware of. And I've spoken to many medical, large medical groups about uh, silent problems in the mouth that are causing people to have systemic illness. For example, a person has a root canal. The tooth is dead, it's infected, they have no symptoms. The standard in dentistry is basically that if it looks good and you're not complaining, it's okay. But really, the root canal teeth are infected and those, bio, those bacteria produce biotoxins. They leak into the jawbone. The jawbone has the richest nerve supply in the whole body. The, the nerve that goes to the jawbone comes out right out of the brain. There's no relay point there. So you can get disturbances in other places from silently infected teeth or a silently infected jawbone. So I've had many of these patients and they, uh, in fact, I'm working on a book right now just as a collection of patients. A patient came to me with severe back pain. This is a, uh, one that's actually fairly recent. So she was 42 years old. She was a fitness instructor. She was in very good shape. And she walked in here with a four-pronged cane bent over on round-the-clock Percocet for severe back pain. And she said, can you help me with my back pain? We do ozone therapy here, and many times ozone injected into painful areas can help heal them up. So she was coming here looking for ozone therapy. Is that prolozone? It's called prolozone, yeah. Okay. So, uh, we've, so we've had Dr. Frank Schellenberger on the show, and I believe he's one of the pioneers behind that. He is the pioneer in the United States. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's a very close friend. Oh, nice. And uh, he's my mentor in ozone therapy. Okay. Cool. So I learned it from him about probably eight, nine years ago. Yeah. For those of you guys interested, check out one of the earlier episodes of the Biohacking Secret Show podcast with Dr. Frank Schallenberger on ozone. You'll love it. Please continue, Dr. Minkoff. Okay. So she comes in with this thing. And before I, so I looked at her back and I asked her, what was the story with her back pain? And she said, well, I had a really no injury, but I started to get back pain about 10 months before. And I went to my primary doctor. He couldn't find anything wrong with me, except that I was in a lot of pain. He sent me to an orthopedist. The orthopedist did an MRI on my back. The MRI showed that I had a herniated disc. Um, he tried some local steroids injections. They didn't really work. So he did a discectomy on my back. He carved away part of the disc that was bulging that was supposedly causing my pain. It was pinching on the nerve and was giving me the pain I was having. So I said, what happened after that? He said, well, she said, well, six or eight weeks after that, my pain was just as bad, if not worse. And I went back to the orthopedist. He did a reevaluation on me and he decided that what I needed was called a laminectomy. Now, a laminectomy is they cut the back part of the backbone off. And he did a two level laminectomy, L4, 5 and S1 on my low back. Is now, this standard of care for back pain <laughs> to start well, shaving parts a, of it off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Not very successful often, but it, this is what's done. Yeah. Do you know what the success rate is with that type of procedure? It's about 30%. And they're still doing it. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, and what that means is if you push on her skin over her low back, there's no bone there. You push it right straight down. So, I said, well, how is that? She says, well, you can see me. I'm not any better. In fact, I'm worse. I'm on round the clock pain pills. So I said, well, what did he say after that? He said, I should get a fusion. Like they should fuse my backbone together. And that would maybe finally take me out of pain. And she said, I'm leery about doing this because I've already been through two surgeries with this guy. Uh, he's a competent doctor. You know, he would, he would do what another orthopedic surgeon would do. It wasn't like he did weird stuff to her. Uh, and she said, I'm looking for other solutions. And I saw that this thing called prolozone, and I thought I'd come in here and get a treatment from you. So when I did the evaluation, when I see someone for pain, I do a whole body evaluation and I do a thorough history on them. And what came up in the history is that she had a root canal tooth. And I have a way to test the body 
using kind of a biofeedback procedure. It's a muscle testing procedure. Is this like autonomic response testing? It's autonomic response testing. Okay, so people know where you, you have them put out their arm and then test different substances or different modalities to see how they'd respond? Right. Okay. Right. So this is a way to sort of hack into the controlling part of the nervous system that runs the whole body. Awesome. Uh, if you think of the body, you know, it's a whole group of individual cells. You could take a skin cell and a brain cell and a spinal cord cell and a breast cell, and you could put it in a tissue culture and you could grow it. It's an independent living organism, each cell in the body. And cells have reaction rates of about 2000 times per second. So they're very busy. They have to take in nutrients. They have to manufacture their own energy. They may be making proteins or other things and they have to get rid of waste. So they're very busy. Now in an average size body, there's around a hundred trillion of these things. So if you want a good problem, if you're a computer type guy, try to figure out a, a networking uh, program where you could have 100 trillion individual cells that each of which is reacting at the rate of 2000 times per second, where at every nanosecond, everything knows what everything else is doing. And it's all adjusted so that you can sleep all night and your heart beats, or you can run, or you can jump, or you could go to the top of Mount Everest, or you could go to the bottom of the Dead Sea, and your th your, the system would work, okay? It's impossible, it's nobody understands amazing. it. Nobody understands it. Um, it's impossible. And then package it in the size of a brain and brain and spinal cord, or even package it in a size this big. There's no computer network that could do it. And there's no, there's sort of no even artificial intelligence where this thing could, could even operate. Anyway, that's what a body does every day for 70 or 80 years, whatever it is. And it uh, does a pretty, pretty good job. So, so by using this autonomic response testing, we can tune into this operating system and find out where the stressors are. So I put her on the table and I tested her to see what, were the what was the biggest stressor going on in her body according to her own autonomic nervous system. And what came up on her was jawbone osteitis. So now, how, how niche do you go with these tests? <laughs> well, I, have, it, I mean, it's pretty niche. It's very specific. I mean, you're not going adrenal fatigue, heavy metals, no, no, glyphosate. No. You're, you're really getting in there. <laughs> this is very specific because okay. if you get the exact one, the body will feed back to you that that is the one. So if you let's say it's toxin A and you put on toxin A, there is a reflex created in the body that tells you, yes, that's the one. But if you put on toxin B, even though it might be kind of similar, it won't react to it. Now, our body is really an energy sensing and relaying device. You know, if you think of it, how do we get communication from the outside? It's all energetic. Yeah. So light waves come in and you see. Now you don't just see, but it can produce reactions in every part of your anatomy. You see something very beautiful. You might have a whole array of emotions. You might cry, you know, you see a car accident where someone's hurt really badly. You might throw up, you might faint, you might feel very afraid, your heart will beat fast. This is on a single energy input, okay? Sound is the same way. So our bodies are energy sensing devices that relay this information to the rest of us to do some kind of appropriate reaction so that we can survive. You know, so that the body can maintain homeostasis, it can stay alive, it can adapt, and we adapt pretty well. You know, if it gets too cold or too hot or, you know, too much pressure or, you know, then the body can't cope. But this part of our nervous system is built so that it can range things so that everything will work. And so when we test it, if things are blocked, if they're not working, it knows what the bad energies are. It doesn't know in a no sense, but it knows in an energetic sense. It's almost like a virus in a computer. Does the computer know what the virus is? No, but there is an energetic wavelength. There's a piece of material in there made of energy, which says, don't send when you push send or don't do this or crash the computer or whatever it is. Causing an interference. Causing interference. It's a block in communication or it's new communication that shouldn't be there. 
So the body is built kind of like we have a biocomputer. So it's built kind of like the same way. And so we have this, this thing that will, when you, when you um, put the right frequency there, it goes, yeah, that's the one. And it produces a reflex, a measurable reflex. This and is it, why people like Harry Massey are using energetically charged water with different frequencies. That's a part of homeopathy. That's why pulsed electromagnetic fields are getting so much use in like those types of devices yes. and why people are becoming a little bit more conscientious about how much time we're spending on our phones or working yeah. at desks with a Wi-Fi router between our legs. That's right, because it's, it's all energetic inputs. Yeah. And some of them are beneficial to the body and some of them are harmful to the energetic systems in the body. And these ones that are locked in there. So we're in an environment where we're in a lot of to there's a lot of toxins. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like there's never been more toxins around us than now, even if you're careful, you know, the amount of toxins in the water, in the food, uh, in the air, on cosmetic products or skin products or lotions, we're, we're just getting inundated with this stuff. And these things can get into the body, into the cells, and they can cause disturbances of, the, of this relay system, okay? And so we have an epidemic of chronic illness. A lot of it is because of this stuff. We're putting things in our body that shouldn't be there. So if you look at it this way, so I tested her for, and, and, and for those of you that are into physics, this is biophysics and this is resonance. So I don't know if you want to see this, but I could show you with a couple of tuning forks if you want to. Sure, let's do it. Okay. We got the camera going too for okay. the people that are watching. Michelle, can you run over there? See that little bucket over there? There's three tuning forks in there. I like this. We get some experiments going. Everybody likes show and tell. <laughs> okay. Now, so what is bioresonance? So here's a demonstration. These are two tuning forks. This is middle C. It's 256 cycles per second. Okay. Now, if I put these up to the microphone. And that's the same as 256 hertz, correct? I think so. Okay. So these have no sound now. If you just listen right. to them. Yeah, so he's holding two tuning forks up to the sides of my head. No sound. I don't hear anything. Okay, now, <laughs> I'm going to bop one of them on my shoe. Okay. Okay. And now... You can hear that. Yep. Now I'm going to hold it next to this one for about two seconds. Now listen to this one. Ah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So he took the tuning fork, bopped one of them on the bottom of his shoe, held it up to my ear and I could hear it. Then he took it and just put it close to the other tuning fork. The other tuning fork then picked up the frequency. He then put the, the tuning fork that was not banged against his shoe up to my ear and I could hear the frequency it was emitting. So this is a sympathetic vibration. This is called resonance in physics. Okay. Now, if we try it with, if, if you look at this, these are two different size tuning forks. The previous two were the same, the 256 hertz. The were both 256 and they okay. look identical. Yep, they do. The second one is bigger. Okay. And this has a lower sound and this is low C on a piano. This is 128. Okay. Okay. So it's half the frequency. Gotcha. Now, if I do the same thing, I bop this one, you hear it. I put it next to this one, the lower one, and then you listen for it. Nothing. You don't hear it. It won't pick up the sympathetic vibration. Hmm. It turns out that in our bodies, the nervous system, when it's tagged onto a toxic thing that is highly affecting the organism, it knows that frequency. And when you put something that's the identical frequency in contact with the body or near the body, there is a resonance between the two. And that resonance, that vibrational resonance, creates a response in the nervous system which makes a strong muscle go weak. It actually blocks the nerve flow to the muscle and that's why it goes weak. So there's a, a very eminent teacher of mine. His name is Yoshiaki Omura. We'll link to these in the show notes. Okay. Uh, he is the inventor of something called bi-digital O-ring test and you can Google bi-digital O-ring. And if you go to the website, you can watch some amazing videos of experiments that he did. He is at Columbia in New York. Uh, he's been there for many years. He's a very esteemed uh, professor there. And he has done the experiments which show that when you get this resonance phenomena, 
If he has an electrode on the nerve and another electrode on the motor strip of the brain where the, where the impulse is originating from, so the guy makes his arm strong, there is nerve flow here and nerve flow to these, let's say the shoulder. Right. When you then put the tooth, the, the, let's say the guy is toxic with toxin A and you put toxin A in contact with him. This is in a vial? In a or, vial. Okay. And you do the challenge. What you see is the muscle, the nerve fiber will fire at the motor strip. But about a there's about a tenth of a second pause in the firing at the motor end plate. And that's why the muscle goes weak. And you can see it on the oscilloscope. So it is a, a quite literal interference. It is a literal interference. And that's why muscle testing works in the hands of someone who knows how to do it. That's what I was going to say. And I know that we'll circle back to this story from, from root cause of one of your patients. For someone who's listening to this and they're fascinated by the concept of autonomic response testing, they're able to suspend disbelief long enough to say that could be something that may benefit me. How do you even go about finding someone who is proficient and competent? Um, why don't I give there? There are people, there are groups that teach it where you can learn it. There's actually one here in town. It's called um, ULAN Training Systems, U-L-A-N. Actually, it's ULAN Nutrition Systems, where, where people who are degreed in health from, it could be chiropractors or acupuncturists or massage therapists or medical doctors, where you could actually learn how to do this uh, so that you could utilize this in your practice. And he's right here in Clearwater, uh, trains a lot of doctors. My, a couple of my staff have been trained down there. And uh, if they do uns.com, I think is the website, uh, they can get the information from there. Beautiful. And you were telling me before we started recording that 30% of your current clientele fly in from all over the world to do this with you and your team. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, we specialize in chronic illness, cancer, Lyme disease, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, you know, people who have autoimmune things, rheumatoid arthritis. So you have to use this kind of testing along with regular medical stuff if you're going to help people to figure out what's wrong with them. Because normal regular medical stuff with normal lab tests, you, will, you, you won't get it. And, and why do most doctors resort to heavy doses of pharmaceuticals? They're trying to help the patient, but they don't have the tools that they need to find what is the biophysical phenomenon that's going on and what are the exact items? Like you, you talk to someone who's got rheumatoid arthritis and the doctor will put treatments on to block the immune system from causing that person to have pain and to decrease the inflammation. But rheumatoid arthritis is a great big wastebasket. It's not really a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone came in here with- You say a, it's a great big wastebasket. You mean it's like a collection of symptoms that we've given a name. That's right. But etiology, there is none. Right. There is none single one known. Now, if you just compare it with someone, say, it comes in with a really sore throat, they have a fever of 102, their tonsils have pus on it, they got swollen lymph glands, and I take my swab and I do a swab of their throat and I do a rapid strep test and the strep is there. Now I've got a real diagnosis Correct. and I've got a real treatment, okay? I give them penicillin or silver or oregano oil or something that will kill the strep. And in three days, they feel better. And in a week, they're fine. So that's a real diagnosis. A guy's got a broken arm. It's a real diagnosis. A ruptured appendix. It's a real diagnosis. What is Alzheimer's, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, chronic fatigue syndrome? They're all great big waste baskets of who knows what. And what we're trying to do is we've, we've sort of narrowed this down. There's sort of two big categories that, every, that are causes underlying of everything. One of them is the person has something in their body or some things in their body that shouldn't be there. Toxins, infections, things like that. And toxins are kind of an infection, or I'm sorry, infections are kind of a toxin in and of themselves. Correct. Like they're releasing their own metabolic wastes and right. causing deficiencies in some cases. Right. And then there, many times people are very deficient in things. You know, they're low selenium or low zinc or low essential fats or low amino acids and the body can't quite cope well enough. So as we look for these things, we can kind of unwind these things with people because yeah, 
they got a parasite and they got Epstein-Barr virus and maybe they've got Lyme and they're missing selenium and zinc and they got three bad bacteria growing in their intestine and you start to find these items and you start to handle these items and they start to feel better because now their nervous system is being unburdened and the body is built to heal and work well and then it can start to heal uh, in many cases, you know, as long as it's, it's not too late. So let me cycle back to this perfect, this patient. <laughs> so the patient comes in and I test her and the, and the, the, the vials that I tested said jaw osteitis, jawbone osteitis. Osteitis means inflammation or infection of the jawbone. So I said to her, have you, and that's the thing that came up as the most significant item. And I asked her because she hadn't written anything down on her intake sheet about her dental health. We do extensive dental history, but she hadn't written anything down. So I said, did you have a problem with your teeth? She says, well, last year I did. Well, tell me what happened with that. She says, well, I had a toothache and I went to the dentist and he did a root canal and the toothache persisted for a month or two. And I went back to him and he redid the root canal. So he redid the procedure, okay? It didn't handle for me. It didn't get any better. So what he did was he pulled the tooth, he put a graft in to build up the jawbone, and he put an implant in my jawbone where that tooth was. So I said, when was the tooth, in all this tooth stuff in relationship to your back pain? And she thought for a second and she said, well, actually, it was right before. I got the root canal and then I had it redone and then my back started to hurt. And then I was going down that pathway at the same time the dentist was handling my teeth. Is that when you drop the mic and you walk up and give Michelle a high five? <laughs> we got it. Got another well, one. <laughs> I didn't have it yet. Didn't yeah. have it yet. But I'm but I know I'm onto something. Yeah, okay? you're not on the trail. I'm sniffing and I've got a, I've got a scent. Okay. So I said, when you bite down on that tooth real hard right now, how's it feel? She says, Well, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right. So I said, Well, what did the dentist say? It was an endodontist. It was a specialist in this. I mean, the guy is a is a professional in doing implants. Okay. More school, another year of school to just learn how to do this. Okay. And she said, well, it was still tender. And he said, well, they can be tender for a year. Just hang in there. I think it'll be okay. So uh, she hung in there, but it wasn't any better. So I said to her, I'm going to do an experiment on your tooth. Because I want to see, is the tooth related to the back or not? Okay. Doctors know about things called referred pain. Okay. You have a problem one place and it causes pain in another place. So I took some Novocaine and I injected it all around that tooth and I blocked the tooth. So now the tooth is not in communication. The tooth, this is an implanted tooth, okay? I, I, I blocked the tooth and I said, let's just sit here for 15 minutes and let me go out. I'm gonna see another patient. I'm gonna come back here and I wanna see how you're doing. And when I came back in, she was standing next to the exam table and she had her hands on her hips and she was doing side bends, both sides, and bending, and she said, the pain is 80% better. Just from Novocaine? Novocaine in the tooth. Localized. Localized, causing a change in the low back pain, which was severe. Remember, she walks in, she's got a four-pronged cane. She's, she's in, and she, you know, she shuttles in. She's not, and this is a fit woman, you know? So uh, I said, good. I think the two are related but I want you to come back in three days and do it again, just in case this isn't some sort of psychological reaction that someone did something to you and now you blocked it yourself. She said, okay. She comes back in three days. I did it again. I got the same reaction. And I was a little nervous, frankly, about having to call the endodontist and tell him that the tooth was related to the back pain. Now she's already got 10 grand into this tooth, a root canal, another root canal, a bone graft and an implant. And she's thinking, great, I'm going to sue this guy and get my money back. I don't think she was thinking that. <laughs> but I said, let's do it one third time just to make sure. And she said, nope, I'm calling him right now. So I said, let me call him and tell him what the story is. So I called him and he said, I have seen referred pain before from a tooth like this causing headaches. He said, I haven't seen anything like this. 
Let me laser it a few times. Maybe I can get it to come around. He's a good guy. Yeah. And um, he lasered a couple times and made it worse. He pulled it. Okay. okay. He pulled the implant out. This was, is was he hoping the laser would work like, say, an ozone to kill the infection and yeah. boost immune system in the area? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And reduce the pain. Okay. Uh, but it didn't have any effect and it didn't work. Okay. And uh, so he took it out. And I had her come back here in six weeks and she was off the Percocet and she was feeling much better. She still had some low back instability because she'd had all this surgery in her low back. I did some prolozone on her back. Within a year, she was really like almost fine. Not on any pain pills, functional again. And the cause of the problem in the back was the tooth. Now, because dentists aren't an, following- An infection in the tooth? Well, an, an inflammation at least in the jawbone at the location where the, the implant was, but I suspect there was some infection in there too. I don't think he did a biopsy at that point, but sometimes they'll do biopsies and prove, yeah, there's infected bone there. That's the problem. Right. But whatever it was, it was impinging on the nerves going back into the brain and it was, caused, it was being referred to her, her low back. This is fascinating. It's very fascinating because if you look at this in a wider context, and my idea isn't that dentists are wrong or endodontists are wrong or that every procedure that they do is bad. I, I don't think that's true. And, and neither do I. Most of the time, I'm just joking around. You guys yeah. know that. <laughs> yeah. But, but what is really important is that dentists and doctors have to work together because people can be causing things which they don't realize are causing things other places. Now, if this dentist on the follow-up was tuned into, maybe a tooth can cause low back pain or a liver cyst, or what about high blood pressure? Or what about a high cholesterol? Or what about um, arthritis? Or what about heart disease? In the 30s, Weston Price, who was a dentist, did some experiments where he was looking at, he thought that root canal teeth were a problem because the tooth remains in the body and is infected. And I think something like 900 cases, he took root canal teeth out of people who had symptomatic disease. They had chronic heart failure or arthritis or something like that. He implanted the teeth into rabbits and within about six months, the rabbits started having the symptoms that the patients did. And like over 90% of the time. He was putting human teeth? In under rabbits? the skin of rabbits. Oh, under the skin. Wow. And the rabbits were getting toxic with symptoms that were very close to what the patient had. And he wrote about this. This is in the, I think in the thirties. So this has been known for a long time. And I think the problem with modern medicine is there isn't good follow-up on what happened to the last 10,000 guys that got root canals. Is their incidence of arthritis, heart disease, cancer, autoimmune disease, is it a lot higher than people who didn't get that procedure? Maybe there's a connection. Maybe there's a better way than my, than my autonomic response testing to start to look into this and follow it so that we don't, you know, iatrogenic illness, which means illnesses caused by doctors and probably dentists, is the third leading cause of death in the United States. Okay, like somewhere between 275,000 and 400,000 people a year die from iatrogenic illness. 275,000 to 400,000 people every year? Yeah, that's the estimate. And, and roughly like 100,000 plus of that is just the drugs, right? The well, it's, it's drugs, it's diagnostics, it's reactions to, to, to medical procedures and or treatments. There was just this, this in, in December or January, there, in the, I think it's the Journal of Pharmacy, but I can get you the, the reference. The downside costs of iatrogenic illness were close to a half a trillion dollars, including 275,000 deaths. And it's probably a low estimate because on the death certificate, there isn't any line for doctor caused death. Right. So probably it's being underestimated. It's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. You know, 
the FDA and medical boards are really there to protect the public from bad medicine. And these things are problems. It's not that modern medicine is bad or there aren't wonderful treatments for certain things. But I think that there is a downside to it that has to be looked at really carefully so that, so that the job of protecting the public from bad care, whether, what, you know, it's not, doctors are trying to do their best. I know that, they're there to help people. But there is a downside to treatment. And if you just go back to Hippocrates of do no harm, mm -hmm. we, we have to really look at that. So my idea is that if we can start looking at these things together and like, what are the downsides of what we're doing? What are the upsides of what we're doing? What treatments really do work? What treatments really don't work? Then I think we get a better system and we get better outcomes from people. I couldn't agree more. And that's a big part of what I love about what you guys are doing here at LifeWorks Wellness Center is you're helping people overcome challenges that they've probably tried to solve within the parameters of Western medicine and have been unsuccessful. And along with that, you're empowering them to take control of their own health and learn skill sets like we're talking about here where they can have better, more accurate diagnoses and treatment options that get to some of those root causes and toxins that you were mentioning earlier. That's right. And so the guy from Australia saw a video um, that I did having to do with root, the patients that I had seen where I, I, the, the root of their problem was an infected root canal tooth. And I've actually, one of my patients was a dentist who had chronic fatigue for a couple of years and she couldn't work very, she couldn't work. And she came here and we did our treatments on her uh, and she got better. And she got interested in how we were looking at things versus her traditional medical education. And so she was the chairman of the local medical, local dental societies um, program chairman for their, for their monthly meeting to have speakers come. And she said, would you come talk to the dentists about this idea that you're talking about? That there could be dental problems that are causing people to have medical type situations. And I actually went there and spoke to a couple hundred dentists uh, in the local area about this problem. And what was so very interesting was, is they were very amazed that this was even, that, that this could even be. And my message to them was, we really need to work together because we are both affecting people's health. And if I'm open to what you're doing and I'm alert to what you're doing, that maybe it's a problem, then we can have a cooperative effort. And I found that it was very, I, I wasn't sure what was going to happen if I went in there and said this, but really they were very receptive to the idea. And uh, I even get referrals from some of those people now. <laughs> I love that so much of modern medicine, whether you want to call it integrative medicine or functional medicine or whatever your preferred vernacular is, is migrating towards collaboration and cooperation and sharing information avoiding some of the things that kind of got us in trouble over the past 100 years when we started trying to make everyone specialists and so myopically focused that they lost sight of the big picture. Correct. Correct. And, and this is fascinating to me because you're using mainly autonomic response testing. Are you have you found any success or heard of anyone successfully using uh, cone beam technology for finding some of these dental infections? Dr. Dan Pompa had just recommended that I get that because I got smashed in the face with a baseball growing up. And, well, you, uh, should, you have to yeah. watch root cause because that's you'll see it's it's the same story. Yeah. Guy guy it would explain from. a lot. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm trying to document this, not just on an autonomic response testing. So last year. Year, I sent the dentist down the block, uh, 143 people, because on my autonomic response testing, it said there is a dental problem. It might be a root canal or jaw osteitis or something else called a cavitation. It's a where there's a hole in the jawbone where the tooth was pulled. And uh, on 143 of those people, 140 of them on cone beam CT. So this is a three-dimensional x-ray of the teeth. Only about 5% of dentists have this technology. Most dentists have a two-dimensional x-ray and it's just not enough resolution to see what you have to see. 
So this dentist has one and he is, he's, a, he's doing now care for my patients, but I send them down there. And last year out of 143, 140 of them showed positive evidence on x-ray of, of either cavitation or root canal abscess um, or jawbone osteitis on the x-ray itself. Wow, what's his name? I'll pop over on my way home. Uh, his name is Paul Rodegaro. We'll link to it in the show notes. And you don't even have to actually see the dentist. I have an arrangement there where I can send people over there. I give them a script, they go over there, they're in and out in 10 minutes. He reads the films, he calls me within a week and I get, yes, there's an abscess at root canal tooth 19 and 20, number 18 looks okay. So we go for the ones where we actually see disease. That's brilliant. Yeah. And, and, and people, when they have this as a high level problem, in my experience, if you have cancer or autoimmune disease or Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or severe chronic Lyme disease, and you've been through a lot of smart doctors and their treatments haven't helped you, my experience is you will never get better until you handle your mouth. It has to be in good shape, no infection, no bad materials, metals. You have to have the mouth cleaned up, then the body can get better. That is probably the biggest piece of advice from everything we've talked about so far. And it's much more difficult than just looking up a biological dentist and going to the first person you find in the listings because as you mentioned, a very small percentage of dentists and biological dentists have the cone beam technology. Right. And what I found is because I'm interested in this for myself, as I mentioned, I ate a baseball in eighth grade going into high school playing third base and broke all of this. And I've done periodic nasal rinses where I'll do like a drop of Johnson and Johnson baby shampoo and some water and felt tingling and a sensation where I'm like, there has to be something going on there that's being impacted by this. Right. But you call certain certain biological and conventional dentists and they'll have a cone beam, but maybe it's just, just for implants. Right. It's not necessarily for doing what you're talking about, which is finding these hidden infections and right. root causes that are often overlooked. Right. And I think the other part of this, which is important, because I got into this field because my wife was mercury toxic from, from her teeth, from a dentist who improperly removed the mercury in her teeth. And she got very sick with it. And that's what got me into this because I was working, I was an emergency room doctor before that. So I think the other thing is I advise people don't just go to the biological dentist and say, I want all my mercury taken out or I want my da 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 that I think it's better if you sequence it with someone who knows how to test you so that you can find the priority things and do it in the sequence that's needed so that you, you, you are following the lead of the body, the native intelligence in the body of what to do. I have had patients who said, I hate the mercury in my teeth and they went to a dentist who took it out improperly and then they got sick mm -hmm. and that wasn't a good thing to do. So, I, I think there's a, there, is, there, there is a professionalism that goes with this and people hear it and they get excited, but I think you need to consult practitioners who understand this. They can do the proper testing on you and the proper evaluation so that you get the right result from what you're trying to get. I love it. And now let's take a quick look at some awesome biohacks from this show's sponsors. And we'll be right back with Dr. Minkoff and the rapid fire round. This episode is also brought to you by Buy Optimizers and the Biohacking Secrets Upgraded Digestion Package. So if any of you guys are dealing with suboptimal digestion, characterized by gas, bloating, your stomach feeling distended or like it's sticking out after certain meals, if you get sluggish, if you deal with constipation or diarrhea, you're going to want to pay attention because it usually comes down to one of three things being off. The first is low stomach acid production. The second is low enzyme production. And the third is gut distance 
dysbiosis, meaning you have too many of the quote unquote bad bugs in your gut and not enough of the good ones. And the Bioptimizers Biohacking Secrets Upgraded Digestion Package addresses all of these root causes of suboptimal digestion. It's the best value you could possibly get if you are looking to take 30 days and turn your digestion completely around. And you can get that for just 177 bucks. It's usually 270 bucks by going to buyoptimizers.com forward slash biohacks. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S to check out the exclusive Biohacking Secrets upgraded digestion package for just 177 bucks today. And we're back. Dr. Minkoff, I'm really enjoying myself and having a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Great. <laughs> Are you ready for a rapid fire round? Yeah. All right. So you talked about using autonomic response testing and finding an infection in, in this girl's jaw. What would you say are the most common root causes that people are missing that you see here? Dental is big. Okay. Parasites are big. Ah. Okay. Environmental toxins are big. Heavy metals. Is that one of those environmental toxins? Heavy metals, but also glyphosate, ah. benzenes, gasoline additives. People are exposed to this stuff all the time. They have no idea. We test people for this stuff and we, here's a, just a, just a quick story. Yeah. 12 year old out of school, nine months, severe fatigue, can't think, saw all kinds of doctors. No, no, nobody could help her. Uh, she, so she came, they brought her in here and I did this environmental toxin panel on her. Okay. And on the environmental toxin panel, there's like 25 things, 24 were all in range. Is this the GPL? This is a tox? GPL tox. Okay. Okay. This is a uh, we'll great in the show notes too. Uh, laboratory. Okay. It's a wonderful test. The one item that she had that was astronomical was called MTBE, HTBE. These are gasoline <laughs> additives. They're octane boosters and they're in gasoline. Okay. Normal is probably under 500. Okay. Most people we see may go up to a thousand or two just from an exposure, either from their groundwater because they're not filtering their shower and their drinking water or they're in an environment where there's a lot of fumes and they get the fumes. So maybe up to a thousand is acceptable, maybe even 2000. Hers was 39,000. Whoa. The laboratory called me because they're like, where did this come from? She's drinking it for breakfast. Well, I didn't know what she was doing. So the parents came in here. I talked to them. I said, is she sniffing gasoline? Is she washing in gasoline? What is she doing with the gasoline? And they said, oh, oh. She decided last year that she was going to be the next Danica Patrick. Okay, Danica Patrick is a NASCAR driver. Yeah. And she's, so she wanted to be a driver. And they started giving her lessons to drive midget race cars two to three hours Saturdays and Sundays. She's on a track. It's enclosed. And the gas fumes that she's smelling from this thing have poisoned her brain. Wow. And when we found that, we found the key to getting her better because we had to detox all these fumy things and she had to stop doing that and, and she got better. So it's that kind of thing. If you test widely and broadly to find out what are these things that are, see that most of these people, you know, two years before or three years before they were, they were fine. This isn't a genetic defect. This is they're poisoned and they're malnourished and and they weren't born this way. And, and they can reverse it in most cases. You just have to find a doctor who's not fixated on a prescription pad and a six minute visit. You know, it takes some real digging and talking with people and repeat visits and repeat testing to find out, hey, we are looking for the why items of why you're sick. There is a why. And when you find the why, then there is a handling for that and you can reverse the process. I love it. Last two rapid fire questions. The one test you would recommend if someone suspects they may have parasites. It depends on their money. A lot of stool tests aren't any good. I like the stool test from diagnostics. It gets it more often. I think if you find somebody that's a really good uh, uh, autonomic response tester, uh, they will find the parasites wow. and they're there. And when you treat, treat for the parasites and usually there are herbal remedies that work 
essential oil and herbal remedies that work, you will feel the difference in yourself. You might see the parasites coming out and you will feel better. I wouldn't waste my time sending it to a standard laboratory because usually they don't get them. They're just not experienced and they're not looking for them. Beautiful. Last question. What shower filter would you recommend for people that don't have one? Uh, it's like 30 bucks on Amazon and it, you just unscrew the regular shower filter, you screw it in, and then you put the, your own shower head back on. Yeah. Is is a is been changing them every six months. They're like twenty eight or thirty dollars. These like the expensive. rain shower ones or something like that. Yeah, I mean they, yeah. they 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 say they'll take out fluoride and they'll take out the a lot of the junk that's in the water, and it's better than nothing. The best thing is a whole house system. Yeah. Okay. Where the water comes in and you and it ends up where it, the whole thing's filtered. Because when you shower, you are like drinking the water, and if you're not filtering your shower water, you're getting a lot of stuff. In our water here, there's five hundred known toxins. Oh, wow. Okay. We don't have bad water. This is just what cities are. You go up to Flint, Michigan, or one of these places, and the water's full of lead for the last 50 years. You know, you got all these people that are poisoned because the government isn't testing this stuff to the standard that you need for good health. So you have to take this on your own if you're going to be healthy. Totally agree. Dr. Minkoff, thank you so much for the people that are listening and love this. LifeWorks Wellness Center in Clearwater, where else can they stay up to date with you, what you're working on, or come and potentially see you guys? Uh, I have a product company called BodyHealth.com. There we'll are tons it. of videos on there and lots of information and stellar products to help people get healthier and stay healthy. Uh, so those are the two main places where you can find me. Great. Thank you so much for doing this. I know you've got a busy day of patience, so I appreciate it. Thank you again. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. This episode of the Biohacking Secret Show is also brought to you by the Organifi Biohacker Bundle. Organifi makes the best-selling greens juice on the market, but they also make an incredible gold juice that I drink almost every night before bed, a red juice that's loaded with antioxidants and phytonutrients, and a really delicious vegan protein. So we created the Biohacker Bundle as a way for you to get all of their best-selling products the same way that I take them on a daily basis. I do the greens in the morning. I do the red in the afternoon as a little pick-me-up. I use the protein post-workout, and I do the gold at night before bed to help wind down and decrease inflammation from the day so that I feel more cool, calm, and collected going into a deep, restful night's sleep. I love the Biohacker Bundle. It's, a, it's been a game changer for me, and if you guys want to check it out, we've hooked you up with a nice discount on all of those products. To get it, you go to Organifi.com forward slash biohacks. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash biohacks now. 